Black voices are making an impact this month and beyond. Keep listening to discover one of our favorite shows, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. There's a lot of misinformation out there, but the truth remains indisputable. I'm Dr. Rashad Ritchie, and every day I'll be bringing you a full dose of truth on my show, Indisputable. We cover criminal justice, social justice, politics, racism, police brutality, and everything in between. I even make space for conservative voices, but not before they step into the bullpen, where I debate them on their policy agenda. In January, I hosted They Called Him Radical, a special tribute to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. It features myself, Senator Nina Turner, Ricky Smiley, and Sharon Reed. Together, we reflected on Martin Luther King Jr.'s legacy, his real legacy, and considered what we can all do to continue to fight for a better world. Listen to Indisputable and They Called Him Radical on Apple Podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. Welcome to the Quick Stop Formula One podcast. My name is Nasha, and you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. Joining me, as always, is my co founder and co host, Tandy. How are you today? Um- Good, I'm good, I'm good. Happy yeah. Sunday, everyone. Happy Sunday. You're probably listening on a Monday, on a Sunday, you know, throughout the yeah. week. I hope you're having a great week. And yeah. thank you for joining Yes, thank you, actually. Thank you, everyone, for joining and listening. You know what I'm going to say at the beginning? If you're watching at, on YouTube, give us a like and a subscribe to the channel. We appreciate all your subscribers. We're nearly at 150. Let's break that. Let's get to 200. Uh, and uh, if, you're li- if you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow. If you're listening on Apple Music, leave a review. Right. Tandy, right. You've you've so, brought some people along today. I've brought... <laughs> The people who put me into Formula One, because, you know, there was a comment on Twitter yesterday from a racer <laughs> who said, you know, Tandy doesn't, she doesn't know Formula One. And oh. I said, okay. Someone, someone said that. Yeah, someone said she, she doesn't even know what she's talking about. <laughs> I hate, I hate this from Lewis fans. They don't even know anything about oh, motors. Oh, yeah. I did, I did see that. Yeah, I bought can... the pioneers <laughs> of my head top, you guys. <laughs> but today, I'm introducing you guys to... My brothers! Yay! Welcome, Tandy's brothers. So, um, do you guys want to introduce yourselves to to the audience and let them know who you are? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm Aaron. Aaron Sabanda, Tandy's brother. I put her on. Okay. Gonna lie. You're going to take that. <laughs> yeah. Here's oh, yeah. where it starts. Here's where it <laughs> but, starts. Here's where it yes, starts. I have. <laughs> I have been a Formula One fan for a very long time, um, and I'm just looking forward to this this conversation. And yes, thank you for having thank you for having me because I'm. Oh my days. Love you. No, I'm, nah. I'm re- really happy to have you here. Uh, and so that leaves one other person. And I guess yeah. who are you, brother number two? I am brother number two. I'm actually the eldest. So I'm, okay. my name is Isaac. And because I'm the eldest, I can oh, say yeah. that it all started with me. <laughs> That's when it all started. Don't let them be telling you lies about stuff. Uh, I've, been, I've, been, I've been into Formula One for a very, very long time since I was, gosh, since when we're back in Africa. Um, yeah. Back when, like, Kailami was a track, you know, when Michael Schumacher was racing on Kailami. Wow. If any of you are old enough to even remember that's all, that. That's all, that's I think that's even before me. That's, that oh is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 
there's, there's gonna be a lot of hearsaying i can tell in this podcast tonight. no never never we appreciate you we appreciate yeah. you so much um on the show um and i guess so do you guys you guys did you all like watch it together how did you how did you get handy into it then from there uh well i think go on i think one of the things is um it, it's it's fair to say for us as an African family, yeah. um, Tandy got the strange disposition that she grew up in a boy's house. And Tandy was one of the first girls in the family. Um, we've all just been boys. So even the cousins and the extended cousins have all been boys. And naturally, we were all into cars, uh, mostly yeah. because our parents were really into cars as well. Um, my granddad was really into his car. So we were nice. always into cars and I always joke about it, but there's a bit of truth in the fact that like in, in our household, there's two religions. The first one is obviously Christianity, you know, what African family doesn't believe in, in God. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. And then the second one is formula one. That's wow. all we ever talk about. Like when we're just vibing, chilling, we're talking about cars. If we're not talking about cars, we're talking about racing. Um, I guess the other the other little kind of connecting the dots is growing up in Zim for us we didn't have a lot of on track motorsport yeah, but right. rally racing was a big thing uh, rally racing was a big thing and whenever possible my dads and my uncles always used to take us boys uh, to to watch the rally racing cars come in so racing we've always kind of grown up around racing we never actually participated but we're always spectators and enjoyed the sport, knew the names, kind of knew the, you know, got very mechanical and that sort of thing. And I think, I think that's one of the, that's the roots. Aaron, you can take it from about there then. And then what happened? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I remember, I remember going to a lot of events where it was like, it was like four by fours and just watching all that with rally cars and stuff. And also it was also um, air shows, okay. you know, yeah, true. Yeah, it was our parents, you know, really got us into like a lot of technology, a lot of like vehicles and stuff. You know, it was just very interesting when I was a child. And we actually came here and I really, I really didn't watch it like that. Okay. You know, I could hear about it. You could see, you could see it sometimes. But then I think it was 2006 when the race right. was showing uh, free on the TV. And my brother, Isaac, obviously, said, oh, let's just watch this race. And it was that race when Jensen Button got his first win, remember? In uh, Hungary. Yeah, the, BR, the, the BAR Honda, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like his last year as well. And that race just made me so emotional. And <laughs> yeah, I just, I just picked it up from there. And I, I even bought the Sky Channels just specifically for <laughs> F1, you nice. know? Yeah, of course. So it literally, I, we watch it religiously. And I think we just kind of got into that routine where we just could, you know, we just watch the race every, uh, every Sunday, watch the quality, watch the practice. We call each other, say, did you see that? Nice. You know, I'm, I'm so <laughs> jealous. <laughs> every Monday, Isaac phones me at 9am sharp and he says, what did you think about the race? And I'm like, Listen to the podcast. <laughs> nice. No, honestly, it's so cool. Like I'm, I'm so jealous. I'm like the only one, in my family who even like watches formula one oh, so, man. yeah oh. so uh for you guys to all have each other is is honestly so cool i'm so happy to to be able to have you share on like ours like mine and Tandy's platform it's uh yeah it's no, really thanks cool. for having us yeah no, definitely no worries no worries so uh 
let's get into a very interesting Monaco Grand Prix weekend. Uh, I am going to start. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I've heard of, you know, just off camera, off camera, off, off mic, off camera, uh, that the Tandy's irrational Ferrari hate might not just be <laughs> her. Now, I'm hearing that. The family. It, it might, it's a family thing. Is it? Is it both of you? Is it just one of you? Do you know what? Me and Aaron, <laughs> um, we equally share the love for conspiracy theories. And okay. we had this conversation <laughs> earlier. We actually had this conversation earlier. Yeah, we were, yeah. Um, so that was definitely a big conspiracy. But Aaron actually gave a different perspective. Give them okay. what you said earlier. That was very interesting for me. Oh, right. Um, okay, it's going to seem like I'm very, you know, we'll see. But um, I said there is no conspiracy theories when it comes to Ferrari. They don't deal with conspiracy theories or anything like that. They're just Ferrari. They're just doing it in your face. There you go. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that. No, okay. It's not conspiracy theory. It's just Ferrari. So I guess we'll, so, so we yeah join. <laughs> so are we okay? So I guess just to make this clear for I guess for everyone listening, are we talking about the incident with Charles Leclerc at the end of Q3 uh, on on Saturday? Or okay, so for, well, uh, wait, 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 wait. Before b- before we get there, right, yeah, let's let's let, let's let let's kind of let the snake out of the box slightly or, you know, let's open Pandora's box. Okay. I think, I think one of the things that always kind of goes unsaid with Ferrari is that there was the golden, the golden years of Ferrari. Ferrari yeah. were the dominating force. And I think a lot of us grew up watching Michael Schumacher and he, he's the man to beat the records, right? He's the, he's Hamilton's doing it now, but the records were set by Michael Schumacher. Yeah. The problem is you can't separate Schumacher's records from the Ferrari. Okay, yeah. Right? And okay. And then what has what has happened after that? Because you know, when, when people talk about Formula One and the founders of Formula One and the, the teams that have been there the, the longest, you know, you've got your McLaren's, you've got your Mercedes, and Ferrari are in there. I think one of the things that Aaron is trying to hint at is the fact that. Even when Ferrari team bosses retire, they don't go into oblivion. They go into management. Yeah. And they go into management at Ferrari. And sometimes, sometimes it seems like Ferrari gets special treatment. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so that's one Pandora's box. But I'm still, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm at a loss as to (laughs) where this is going. At first I was like, okay, I hear you, I hear you. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I feel like we're talking in riddles right now. So okay, okay, okay. No, let's just get real with it. Yeah, let's get real with it. So okay. I think, I think, right? Ferrari is very corrupt, especially behind the scenes. Ooh. Because remember, it's always <laughs> about Ferrari. No, no, no. It doesn't matter if you're a driver. It doesn't matter if you're like the, the wheel man or the gun guy. It's uh-huh. always about Ferrari. It's this is it's about the team. It's about right. the um. So drivers will get played. They'll get fired you know they'll, oh, yeah. they'll jump into ferrari thinking oh this year is going to be amazing and then ferrari will just disappoint and disappoint and disappoint yeah. but while they're disappointing rather than focusing on progress with their drivers there's just team strategies are going wrong 
it upsets me. I don't really hate Ferrari. It just upsets me to see such a great team. Right. Because we want them at the front fighting with Hamilton and all that. Right. Okay. So that's mm. okay. I hear you. So, yeah. yeah. What they do to their drivers, it's like it's like once you leave Ferrari, you're just a no one. Mm. Right. Okay. So they kind of chew you up and spit you out. Yeah. 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 And and I guess look, there's a history of them doing that. I guess with a lot of a lot of their second drivers to shoot me. Irvine, Barry Kello. Uh, Kimmy kind of got beaten into being a second driver, um, but then there's yeah. always kind of motivation issues yeah, there. Now look Kimmy. at Kimmy. Look at him now. He's doing okay. I, I think, he's doing I, I think okay, the, the one thing I do fun. like about the one thing I do respect about Ferrari, and I think this is the only team I can honestly say that about, is that no driver is bigger than the team. Yeah. Ferrari embody that to the heart. That Ferrari is not just about the driver one and two, it's like, it's a movement because there's the Tifosi, you know, the Tifosi are the faithful. They're the, they, they're the loyal fans who embody, who drive, who right. drink red. They okay. drink red. Okay. <laughs> you yeah, know? <laughs> So you're so definitely not so, a Ferrari hater. You're... He's a bumbling. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no. This, one, this one loves Ferrari. He loves Ferrari. I respect, <laughs> I respect Ferrari as a team. I'm very disappointed by their performance. Okay. And I respect them as a team. But also, I can understand that sometimes the... the what is it? The, the, you know, the card stack is... is okay. It's very much in their favor. Okay. Okay. So I guess with that in mind, I guess I'll I'll go around and I'll ask you a little bit about qualifying each. So I guess Tandy, okay. let's let's start with you. And I guess uh putting your Ferrari hate aside, um <laughs> what do you uh you know, what do you think of I guess their their mini revival uh, at Monaco this weekend? I guess, you know well, that's the whole thing, isn't it? That Ferrari always do well in Monaco. Yeah, And I can imagine that was a bit of a lot of pressure on young Leclerc. Yeah. A lot of pressure. And, um, but it, but this weekend didn't go the way everybody intended that it would go. Everybody saw a Leclerc win. No, it was actually young signs who surprised us. Yeah. And I'm actually going to say it right now. I'm actually very, very happy for him. Yeah. I'm actually mm. very, very happy for him. Good, good. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, wow. Some for some Ferrari. That is praise. positive view for me. Uh, good. I like it. I like it. So, um, so Isaac. So you know, yeah. we, we're kind of we're going to qualifying, and yeah. we have Ferraris on top. Uh, we've got a we've got Red Bull obviously in the mix. Um, I guess for you, um, yeah. going into and we've got Bottas in the mix as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Going into that, going into that final session, who was your money on? I guess, and and I guess, what were your what were your thoughts on on what transpired? I, and I'll get that from you as um, well. Okay, cool. I'm not gonna lie, I was hella surprised by Ferrari's performance. Where did that come from? Like, like seriously, where did the where did that come from? Like all along, they've not been that fast. They've not just, been that competitive. Just and then, for, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then like. For, for some strange reason, because we're at Monaco, which is a classic track, fair enough, Ferraris are fast. And I think yeah. even uh, what, one, of my, one, of my, one of my favorite comments was, um, who's that famous, uh, the, the former Red Bull commentator? Uh, uh, David, Coulthard. Sorry, David Kilt. 
even Kiltouch said, my phone's been blowing off since practice three going, is this for real? You know, like people were actually shocked, like where's Ferrari getting the pace from? So I didn't see that coming. That was a complete surprise. In contrast, one then can also ask what happened to the Mercedes team? Where's their performance? Right? Wow. And then I think for me, especially with the last couple of years in terms of consistency, I was expecting the Red Bulls to be um, definitely at least P2, P3. I was expecting that. I actually thought for a change, I actually thought for a change, there was a moment I went, are the Mercedes playing the technical game? Are they holding back? And then, you know, straight into Q3, switch it on. And then we see Lewis put in the purple, which I thought he was going to do before our little incident. Yeah. Um, Aaron. Yes. We've got a, so let me set the scene for you. Okay, We've okay. got some Ferraris turn on the pace out of nowhere. We've got uh, a Red Bull in Max Verstappen who's improving steadily each lap he's doing in each qualifying uh, section. We've got Valtteri Bottas vastly outperforming Lewis Hamilton. All three of them are on a hot. Oh, all three of them are on a hot lap, uh, and then Charles Leclerc has a crash. That stops qualifying with 18 mm. seconds to go. Everyone mm. else is behind him. So, yeah. How, so how did you feel is, about that? And I, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying, no, how did no, you no. feel about that? And <laughs> no, I don't... Um, the thing is, Monaco is such a track where anyone can really win. Yeah. Mm. The pace, you can have a good pace. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think the differences between the cars are that dramatic in monaco you know there's not many straights there's just a few corners yeah you know you're quite close well today's race proved that people actually opened the gap actually but so maybe that's where ferrari is in terms of street tracks short tracks you know and in terms of like the the rule changes obviously people are still kind of getting used to the rule changes you know um they were saying obviously slowed mercedes down racing point uh They've slowed down even more dramatically. Um, and, yeah, I think the pace in Monaco is, is, is hard to judge. But the performance from the drivers can, can, can show you that difference. Yeah. With Bottas, I, I don't know. Sometimes Hamilton does have these days. Let's not lie. I know you're a big Hamilton yeah. fan, but he can have no, that, oh, look. He's kind yeah. of like uh, off the pace a little bit. <laughs> For sure. 100%. But well, I think he could have. No, I think he could have pulled it back, and this is why I was very angry with Leclerc. Mm. But when I start getting into technicalities, right? There was one time in Azerbaijan where Hamilton had to get new brakes for his car for the race uh, after the qualifying session. Yeah. But he kind of the only way to do that was to kind of like destroy his like suspension or his car. Right. To get rid of the tires. You know, once you damage the tire, those tires are finished, aren't they? Yeah. So he kind of strategically hit the barrier a little bit just to kind of break the the, the tire. And then it was like, okay, cool. You can get your stuff changed. Okay. Because these drivers are so, you know, technical with their with their driving skills. Right. I was yeah. a bit, I was a bit like, was that a move? Because he was in front, you know, there was other drivers yeah. coming. And maybe it was just a little bit of a suspicious one, but I think I just got really emotional about that. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. And um, 
but yeah, it's, it's like I said, it's, it's hard because, like I said, it's Monaco. And we like to see that. No, this is the thing about Monaco. It's such a great track. Anything can happen. Yeah, it gets the people going, Monica, because it's always a loophole, isn't it? But also, also, I am quite disappointed that uh, Leclerc didn't actually end up joining the race. Yeah, yeah. So I guess... Because once again, Ferrari took a gamble and it just didn't pay off, did it? Okay. Can can I pose a question quickly to all of of us here? How many honestly thought Leclerc having Paul was going to win it? Um, I'll go first. Okay. I, I, I thought that, uh, I always thought Verstappen was going to win it. In my mind, okay. I, I thought if Verstappen was on the front row, he mm-hmm. would find a way to win it. Between Red Bull and being better than Ferrari and Verstappen, just the way he is this season, I just yeah. thought, and also, I just didn't think Ferrari would, uh, you know, Charles has this thing at Monaco where he has bad luck. And Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just, I just, I couldn't see it from today, but not that I'm a, a soothsayer or anything, but no, I can see yeah. it from him. But what about, what, what about, about you, Tundi? Uh, proof is in the pudding, darling. Go check <laughs> the pre, the pre um, oh, wow. podcast where I said, but Red Bull always have wins. Did I not say yeah. it? Okay. Yes. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But this this is this is what I mean. Sorry, guys. Sorry. This is what I mean. Um, Red Bull as car would be brilliant. It is brilliant in Monaco and these street tracks. But then here in Spain and Hamilton just breezes past the Red Bull. You know, all these cars are just breezing past. So with Monaco, it's yeah. Okay. Sorry, the reason I asked that sorry. question. The reason I asked that question, and you should know this, Swabble. You should know this. Okay. Is that okay. statistically speaking, anyone who starts in Paul and Monaco never wins the race. Never wins the race. <laughs> the last That's time that thing, happened yeah. was a long time ago. And statistically speaking, anyone, it's always going to be the top three who always end up on the podium, and the starter of the race, the person who gets Paul, never wins. And this is why I wasn't worried about a Ferrari win. You see. So wait, so who did? So wait, who who did you anticipate was gonna win? Who did you? Predict? I honestly, 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 I had my money on Hamilton ending up on a podium because I thought before the race had started, <laughs> I thought what was gonna happen was that Leclerc was gonna have an accident or go into Verstappen, and I had my money on Bottas, but Bottas hasn't been performing, and I actually thought Checo or the uh, the uh, McLarens. Because they had pace, yeah. Wow, fair play. I I mean, so it came to be. And I guess I'll I'll put another Mm. question to everyone. Uh, Ferrari, I mean, after the race, um, uh, uh, Benotto came out and he said that the issue that they found on the car essentially couldn't have been found unless the car was moving basically so moving, they, yeah. they they looked at they looked at the gearbox the gearbox is fine i don't i think i don't even think it's a gearbox issue it's a drivetrain issue um so it was uh so um, it's unfortunate some are saying though that if they had changed the gearbox then they may have seen it do you think that yeah. do you, i mean i guess i might be asking a stupid question here and maybe even if they had changed the gearbox this issue might have happened anyway but do you think that they were right to not change the gearbox and just take the risk with that and obviously you know to try and get the win or do you think that they maybe should have changed the gearbox 
I'm not. I definitely really personally think they should have changed it. Sorry, that yeah, they should have changed Aaron, it. Aaron, sometimes you what? know more statistics and facts than I do. Yeah. What are the rules for okay, Park okay. Ferme? Because that's one of the things that I I was wondering. Because how much work can you? This do is the thing. Yes, between qualifying and the beginning of the race before you get penalized. He, he would uh, not, he much, not much not much the time. thing is i think the, the setting of the car that you have for qualifying is the one you have to race with yeah. but if so you're if you've got once you like get you out did. that car mm. oh right so once yeah the thing is it's still park for me and if you wanted to change anything on the car you get a penalty for that you see yeah he would yeah. be he would have like, dropped a few places in the grid didn't it yeah yeah for sure so I think maybe, yeah, I can see the gamble, you know, should we just risk it? We don't want to lose places, you know, good position for qualifying. But I think they, sh- they should have changed it. They should have changed it. I'm with you on that. You, see, you could, have, right. could have got points. You could have got points maybe, you know. Yeah. It's, it's and you could have big. finished his first yeah. Monaco Grand Prix. Yeah. Go big or go home. Yeah. 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 Okay. I feel sorry for him. Why do you feel sorry for him, Tandy? <laughs> expand on it expand on it well I do because I actually I think it was genuinely because it was really really sad to just see Leclerc just walking around at the end just kind of being really nice to all his pals and (laughs) it was it was a bit it was a bit of a pity party in it bless him I did feel tight on him on that one because you know as I said at the start there's so much pressure for Mm. like Ferrari to do so well and Monaco and Mm. He probably went to bed last night gassed, you guys. Gassed. Yeah. 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 He went to bed gassed. He did not <laughs> anticipate that tonight was good. You know what I mean? Yeah, he had his race suit on and everything. He was prepared, wasn't he? Before yeah. they find out. Yeah. You know, you know them ones where you're excited about the next day of school and you sleep next to your outfit? <laughs> That's what he was doing, bless him. Because yeah. uh, here, I, I, I want to touch on something you were saying earlier, Nyasha, which, which, is, which is really interesting, right? Let's if we're if we're gonna play the innocent game and let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Let's say it's not a conspiracy. Let's say you know every driver has a mistake. He made a mistake. Yeah. Into the barrier, right? The question that that relates to this to to my build up is this: We know that Monaco is a classic track. It's like El Clasico. You know, it's it's a classic yeah. track. It's historic, and we want to be there. Yeah. But and I heard people talking about this. The cars are are wider. You know. Yeah. Do you think perhaps? He made a mistake <laughs> because maybe Formula One doesn't fit in the old track anymore. I don't know. I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm not saying it doesn't. I, I'm just you've saying- got a good point there, actually, because I thought the same about Imola. Yeah. Imola is actually a really small track. It like, was, yeah. yeah. I was just like, wait, these cars are actually really big on this track and there wasn't too much overtaking. And But yeah, you're right. Two I, episodes just, ago, what? I brought up this point. <laughs> Two episodes can't together, get rid of Monaco. <laughs> I brought up this point and I said, you know, I'm sorry to sound like the woman who's, oh, can someone think of the children? But and I, was told, I was told that this is, you know, this is the art of Formula One. Yeah. I was told this is what it gets the people going. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was told. <laughs> um, yeah. Look, I think there's two within what you've said. There's two things. So I will I will address the first half and then we can yeah. quickly have a discussion about Monaco as a Formula One track and then we'll get into the race. So yeah. I think that um I think Charles Leclerc made a, a really bad error today. Oh yesterday, sorry. Uh I think that 
because it's his home race and there's a lot of affection towards him, I think, you know, it's getting glossed over. I think the only person who was really bringing it up was Nico Rosberg, who was saying, mm. kept saying, well, look, yeah, you know, let's, Charles put it in the wall. And, you know, if you have the opportunity, and this is what separates good drivers from great yeah. drivers, you know, yeah. he's, he's done this before. He did it in Azerbaijan uh, a couple of seasons ago where, you know, he a, a similar incident as well, turning too early. Yeah. Into a he corner. put it into the wall, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, uh, he, I think Charles has mistakes in him. Uh, yeah. And they cost him. And today, I think this weekend it cost him. Uh, so for me, my sympathy is really capped, to be honest. Um, I think, I, I, honestly, yeah, I, I, yeah, I know I, what you no, mean. it's good. It's, good. it's, it's, it's super good. capped. Like, I, you know, I'm happy that Ferrari kind of showed pace and they're up there. But if Charles wants to be considered mm. with Verstappen and Hamilton, then he's yeah. got to take these opportunities. And he should have been, if he you know, is in the top tier, he would have qualified on pole. Lights to flag one, no discussion. Um, yeah. About Monaco, I guess mm. I'll open it up. I, 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 you know, Aaron, you said uh, we can't get rid of Monaco. Yes. Why can't we get rid of Monaco? Because it's just tradition. <laughs> Traditions yeah. are there to be broken, yeah. eh? Um, I don't know. I, I think Monaco is, is special because it. It, like Candy said, it gets the people going. You know, that's that's what race you look forward to. No, it, it's the, it's a place. You know, everyone knows about Monaco. It's like everyone's tax dodging over there and yachting. Tax dodging. So it's, it's, it's that, yeah, it's, it's, that, it's that special place. You know. Nice. Nice. No, special place, and also the track itself is just so exciting. I think even today, I was yeah. not many overtakes, but I was still very excited when I was watching it. You know. Okay. Because yeah, like. I think if you got rid of Monaco, what would you replace yeah. it with? Yeah, and and that's the key for me. I you think know? I'm one, yeah. I'm I'm one for tradition. I love Monaco. I absolutely love Monaco. But also, I won't lie. I'm a big Singapore fan, and Singapore okay. is relatively new in terms Similar. of in terms of you know in the city, track city and track stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. One of the things that I really started to hate and started to kind of almost take the fun out of uh, Formula One for me was looking at tracks like Austin in Texas. Okay. Old, and um, there was the one that was built in India as well when we were still back in India. Ooh. And yeah, the ones yeah, that are kind of... Yeah, the ones that are sort of designed by computer geniuses and, you know, it's supposed to be exciting, it's supposed to be good, but it's just... It doesn't feel... I wouldn't... I don't know. Yeah, I hear. It doesn't have the pizzazz. I wouldn't put Austin in that category, but I would put like Dubai. Yes, yes, Karina. Yeah, Yeah, that's an awful. Yes, I mean everyone falls asleep at the end of the season. We're watching Dubai. The championships (laughs) already happened. (laughs) Everyone just going around in circles in the line. You're just like, I cool. Yeah, Yeah. Um, Tandy. (laughs) I know what you mean. Yeah, Tandy. You said that uh, you enjoy Monaco grits and grammars. You see people watching a. Races in jacuzzis and hot tubs. Does that still stand? Yeah, 100%. 100%. I love the lifestyle. I am actually just going to keep back in Monaco, as I said, until somebody pays for my ticket to Monaco next year. (laughs) Wow, Um, there you go. (laughs) So, interesting, interesting, small interesting facts. Mm. I had an ex-girlfriend whose parents Mm. used to live in Monaco. 
and I and I used to just because I was just like obviously Formula, and they were into Formula One, and I was like, come on, like like okay, if you live and you have an apartment there, yeah. how much is it? Just get onto the balcony, and the, and, yeah. and they literally legitimately said, actually, Formula One is such big business that even if you own the apartment, it's ticketed. Your balcony is actually ticketed, even if you own the oh, apartment, right. you still wow. have to. Yeah, yeah, and so wow. it's like. It, you know, people who are in jacuzzis and stuff are paying to be in jacuzzis. They are paying. I'm wow. there, you know? Yeah. I'm saying, yeah. that's what I'm trying to be. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, this is another fact as well. You have to be invited. Someone has to come and say, okay, I'll invite you to park your yacht here. You can't just go there and okay. set yeah. sail, you know? Park your yacht. Wow. Yeah, yeah, you have to be invited. The, the levels of clout I'm hearing that are needed are... <laughs> Beyond um, my means right now, but now it, that you would take that day is different. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know that. <laughs> sleep next to the outfit, man. Yeah, no. Sleeping next to the outfit. One hundred percent sleeping next to the Monaco outfit. Um, <laughs> um, it's cool, right? So that's that's pre-race. Um, and let me just—if you've got this far listen listen obviously you're listening like and subscribe uh, and follow uh on the uh spotify and apple music so guys look there's a there's one more of us than, than there is usually so i reckon we'll be able to get through the race by talking about our uh stars and donkeys so uh, i'm gonna start with you isaac uh who was your star driver of the day Okay, here's here's an unexpected one. Okay, <laughs> and it might it might make me a little bit unpopular, but Off the um, bat. go. Vettel in an Aston Martin wow. performed, yeah. <laughs> performed, yeah. which performed. actually is a is a is. Yeah, that's true. Is mind boggling. Yeah. That's fair. You know? No, that's yeah. fair. He took Lewis. <laughs> you know, he took Lewis, yeah. and actually. For an Aston Martin to be in the top ten with Vettel, yeah. I was like, okay, I'll give him his credit. I'll give him his credit. No, he did really well, even in qualifying. He, even in qualifying, he, yeah, he, he did really well. Do you guys agree that yeah. Vettel, Vettel had a really good race today? I do agree. Through great, I do agree. He had a yeah. yeah. Sorry, Tim. No, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I agree. I guess I kind of saw it coming. To be honest, like even the Formula One um, started the start of the. Um, day was Vettel and then uh, yeah oh you got driver of the day he yeah. did get driver of the day yeah one oh, thing I've learned since I didn't being, even know that yeah he did yeah, one he thing did. I've learned since being an F1 tour is uh, Seb Vettel is very popular I, <laughs> like, have you seen the memes he is crazy I like yeah. he is popular Just, so like, uh, no when people yeah. edit like you know, like heart throbs, and they'll put like loads of hearts. Yeah, I've seen so yeah. many of them off metal. Yeah, it's wow. crazy. Look, have yeah. you guys seen? Have you guys seen the meme when he's doing that dance? He's going, and he goes, <laughs> oh, no, he's, he's too funny. He's too funny. <laughs> you know, they said fun with Ferrari in the first time. Yeah, no, I, I do remember. I remember the dance. I've not seen the meme, so I need to <laughs> definitely check that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely I, I think, check that out. I, I think one of the things for me is and. And sometimes I almost love betting on the underdog just because Formula One is about technology and progression, right? And I used to love, I used to love with a passion uh, Formula India 
when when they were right at the back and seeing them claw their way up gradually yeah. you know and for me one of my best monaco races and my worst monaco memory is when a ferrari hit the back of a i think was it was it who was Post it India. aaron Post uh, Post India it was subtle. And, oh, wow. and it was the first time he was going to score points as well. So actually oh. seeing these weird teams, because again, I think one of the things that should keep Formula One progressing is the fact that we should have new blood and new blood comes from new teams sometimes. Yeah. Um, so yeah. even if I don't, even if I have personal p- political problems with Vettel as a person and as a driver, I can't, but not kind of go, wow, there's a new team. Okay. They're starting somewhere. Look at them getting points. That's always that's always a good indication of actually we're in a healthy place. The sport is in a healthy place. Nice. No, I uh, I don't doubt that. Uh, I think I think Aston Martin. I think everyone wants Aston Martin to mm. succeed. You know? Did they? Uh, did they not, Tandy? I didn't, <laughs> didn't realise that we I wanted. Think, I, I, I I you know what? Maybe I it's just, the drivers. Yeah, I think, you know what, I think at the end of the day, I think a healthy sport, a healthy Aston Martin and a healthy uh, and, a, and a well-performing Sebastian Vettel, I think is good for the sport. Um, <laughs> but um, I also could be wrong. So there is that. Um, <laughs> um, I, I, I would also like to add Tandy that he's no longer in the pensioners corner that you put him in with the with the with the, with the, with the trash at the back yeah, you put him a, few yeah. episodes, he, a few episodes yeah. ago i was gonna say yeah is he <laughs> is he still a still a bum is he out of the bum <laughs> category the bum. Oh my, you, I'm did. So you did you did Damn, you did, did yeah Damn. yeah i think in the first episode as as actually you know what i'll tell you guys in the first episode she went in Oh, you know what? And I was like, we're like, yeah, let's do a Formula One podcast. I'll get this like really nice girl called Tandy to come on. That'll be really cool. (laughs) And then like, you can visibly hear me gasp, but she's like, (laughs) and you know what? Vettel and Bottas, they're bums. I'm like, that's the kind of podcast we're going to be having so indeed, no, indeed. um i uh yeah if he's if, i think that hopefully i think you know i look even me i've got eat humble pie i did a whole six minute video asking if he was finished um <laughs> and uh he is clearly you know He's not finished if he's able to pull these kind of results out. Uh, and well yeah. done to the Aston Martin strategy team for uh, propelling him from uh, yeah. eighth to fifth. Um, Aaron. Yes. Who is your star driver? <sighs> you know, I was actually going to say Vettel because oh, I was wow. really impressed by what he did. No, I actually yeah. was, yeah. But I think I'm going to go for Perez. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Let's talk about because it. He's, the thing, I'm a really big Paris fan. I've always been, ever since he first started. Because if if you kind of, if you have been following, follow, uh, following Formula 1 as long as I have, it's obviously, you know, it's not only just the teams, but it's these individual drivers and their stories as well Yeah. Mm-hmm. in the sport. And Paris has always been a very good tire management kind of driver, you yeah, know? That's yeah, that's so true. He will, he will keep his tires until the last bit, but still have that pace. And he kind of proved it, you know, he, he kind of clammed up a little bit and also the pressure he put on Norris. But for him, why I'm putting his drivers today is because he's showing, you know, a lot of Red Bull drivers will be like, okay, 
Max is over there. Nothing I can do about it. But mm-hmm. I think he's trying his, his hardest to get there. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got pace. He's got pace. I was pretty impressed anyway. One hundred percent. I uh I think he I think he does I, I think if he could just qualify closer, I think he he'd do he would he's doing great. I yeah, think he you could know, win against Max, couldn't he? Yeah, you know, I, he, think. I think you know, with a superior because you know, he'd always be able to have that tire um yeah. offset where he can go long and make things happen for himself. And uh yeah, I think I think he drove a really good race today. I, I, what are what are your guys' thoughts on on uh, on Sergio Perez and I guess Sergio Perez's season so far? Yeah. I think it'll be very interesting to kind of see the books turned and it be Sergio Perez's Ferrari instead of Leclerc's Ferrari. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm kinda here for that. Oh wow, mm. you're you're calling Sergio mm. Perez to mm. Ferrari. Yeah, I, I really uh. like Sergio, you guys like <laughs> I, I like him. Like I don't like where he's at, but I do know Sergio is a good driver. He stays he, you know what, right? He stays out of trouble. Yeah. And like you say, yeah. he, he does manage his tie as well. And yes, okay, fair enough. We all agree that Formula One is about, you know, team and strategy. But there's some times when you make your own luck. And yeah. tracks, tracks like um, Monaco, like today, are those where you just need to be headstrong. You need to be switched on because the moment someone goes into a war, a safety car comes out, yeah. you need to make your own luck. And it seems like actually, like, you know, again, what Aaron is saying, like with him, he's managing his tires. He's staying out of trouble. Mm-hmm. And he's the sort of guy who, you know, if he gets the opportunity, he'll pounce. Yeah. Yeah. The sad thing is, I haven't seen a lot of those pouncing opportunities. You know, he yeah. still needs to progress as a driver. But it's like, actually, yeah. I put him in yeah. a very good category. Yeah, uh, I'm impressed by Checo sometimes. You know, you know what it is, right? Um, this 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 season this year is it's a, it's a tricky one because we, we don't have new cars. We have got rules changes. Yes, that chopped off the, a bit of the uh, the floor off. Yeah, but there's still uh, last year's cars mm. and these drivers are just are just getting thrown into these these cars so where have, have been yeah like these cars have been developed by these drivers like Sergio Perez jumps out of the Aston Martin Vettel goes in but Vettel doesn't really know the Aston Martin like that you know what I mean so yeah. just like Ricardo in the McLaren he's struggling to, to, yeah. to see the pace and the but this is what I said Checo is actually showing that he can just jump into a team and, and make it work make it work for him yeah no, for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah, a big, yeah. I'm a big Checo Perez fan. Um, I'm not a big Checo Perez fan, but I, I, I've got a lot of respect. I think a lot, a lot of respect, yeah, a lot of respect yeah. for for Checo. And I think, like I said, I just, I, I would love for him. Again, I guess like you know, way on Im- at Imola where he qualified second, it would have been nice to see him not kind of go yeah. backwards and have to fight. You know, he didn't have a great yeah. race that day. It'd be good to see him again in the top four in qualifying and then mm. being able to kind of build a race from there. But look, a solid recovery drive again from Sergio Perez. I think that's a very deserved uh, star yeah. star driver. Tandy. Um, who who did who did you who did you rate today? I'm really 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 proud of Lando Norris. Guys. Yes, yeah, absolutely, really absolutely. Lando Norris today. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I can see myself slowly turning into a Lando Norris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I think honestly, like he just keeps adding more points to the CV yeah. and just keeps secure. He's getting closer to that Mercedes seat, and little things like this are added. <laughs> The, the we're charging it to the streets and the streets are saying yeah do you know what i mean okay mm-hmm. so despite the contract are you are you but you're saying in like i guess maybe at the end of the contract yeah, actually, once lewis I mean, goes I actually had this conversation about that contract this multi-year contract it's about two three years is it you said three years three years yeah right we better hope <laughs> isn't yeah. you know Within them three years, you better be doing something amazing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I think since he's been given the multi-year contract, contract. he is in favour of being the the favourite for McLaren. Yeah. Number yeah. one driver. Yeah. 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 In his uh, favour. Really proud of Lando. You're right, Tundi. But this also goes back to um, what I was saying before. And I said, he's developed that car for three years now, so he really knows it, mm-hmm. compared to, yeah. say, Ricardo's performance, where he's he's completely clueless. So that deal mm-hmm. for, for Norris, I think, is really brilliant. But I yeah, don't think he's got a Mercedes seat. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I don't think he's got a Mercedes seat. Take him out. <laughs> <laughs> what happened, dude? I I think where's, my, where's my screen, guys? It's still there, I can see. Yeah, I, th- I think the oh. thing is, like, if, if, if you're going to... You know, if you're going to be given three years, it's an opportunity for you to learn, to develop and to really show your grit, you know, yeah. because teams will be looking at actually what happens when Botas goes, what happens when, you know, if another opportunity comes, who can we put in the seat? Somebody who's, again, putting points on the board, can work with the team, can develop a car and shows that that spark that drivers need. And obviously, Formula One is a money sport, so we can't forget that, you know, somebody who the sponsors like. And he's young, he's exciting, he's you young. know? Great. I, yeah. I, I, like, if I, if I had billions, if I was a billionaire and I was like, okay, who am I going to sponsor as, like, drivers? He's one of the people I'll be like, yeah, I'll give him a couple of million just to see where he goes. Yeah, look, he is... Um... Not in the same way, but you know, obviously, like when when Lewis came in and he was just this this new generation of Formula One yeah. driver. That's what Lando is mm. to white people. Yeah, like, yeah no, he is. Like, that's right. You know, that's right. Like, he's that's he's, their guy. That's it? their guy. Like, no, and look, that's I, their guy. I, I love. Look, I love you know I mean? yeah. Lando Norris, and I love white people. Let's not get it twisted. Like, <laughs> But I, I, you know, I'm just saying, no, because no, like the whole Twitch thing, the whole yeah. kind of, although he's yeah. matured this season and he's like, you know, not as goofy as he was, but he's just, he's still, mm. you know, a lovable character. He's a modern day Formula One driver. He's in tune right, with his fans. Yeah. Yeah. Great. You know, he does a merch, all of these things. Yeah. So I, I'm really invested in, in Lando. See where he goes. And see where he goes. And I think, like, it's kind of, you know, I kind of say it's kind of like football when you see, like, a young player kind of blossom Mm. in front of you Mm. and they keep putting in these world-class performances. This is what we're seeing this season. Like, this is truly a breakout season for him. And I I just think, uh, I I think it's, uh, yeah, really, really good. Really good season. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, Tanya, do you want to say something? No, I just think he's, I just think he's great. Yeah, I think but, he's such a promising driver. Oh. If we were going to talk about, go on, go on. Huh? Oh no, no. The thing is, the thing is, I'm a Russell fan and a George Russell fan. 
And I think he's the new guy. You, you and George you Russell. Let's not even go there. <laughs> no. I think Back me up here. Back me up here. Let's have a let's, let's have a quick conversation because I know uh, there's some people. I'm going to say yeah. d- devil's advocate. There's yeah. some people that say that the George Russell hype um, is unjustified because there's Sakir aside, there's mm-hmm. no race data where you can put him and say this race is where we've seen the talent of a new generation top exactly. Formula One star. Yeah. All we've got yeah, is yeah. these Saturday qualifying's. Which are which that's, are that's pro- not what I was just about to say. Yeah, Mr. Saturday, he's proven it, right? Uh, but that's that's one lap pace, and, yes. and 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 one of our followers. By the way, can I just say, yeah, our subscribers and our the people who comment in our YouTube section are so knowledgeable. It yeah. is crazy. I'm reading these comments. I'm like, yeah. I am. Um, I this is crazy. So I think it was eBay who said. That word on the street is that, and it would make sense, is that Russell is setting his car up for optimization on a Saturday. And that's why he is able to take his Williams. Obviously, it's still a dog car, but he's able to take his Williams into Q2 for a Saturday. But then that's why in a race, it's hard for him to make that progress and, and push forward. So I guess putting it back to you, I guess... Um, what is it? I guess is it, it? Do you believe that based on the qualifying? And I guess you know we do have Sakir. That's enough yeah. for us to put George Russell in this uh, on the same level. And also, he beat Lando Norris in GP two. So, mm. uh, are those the things? I guess that we put Lando. I think a George few people yeah, you know. Yeah, go on. Sorry, Tammy, I'm that again. I'm 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 waiting for more other than that one Sakir incident yeah. that that gassed all your heads up you guys we <laughs> need more on this man's cv for me yeah. to justify and tell because there's a lot of talk about this man being the step below hamilton let's not reach too tough let's yeah, not exactly. reach too tough because we saw one race no your, give- your tapping is doing a lot tandy please stop tapping on the sorry table. sorry <laughs> Chandis, <laughs> I'm passionate. I know, I hear it. <laughs> I, I, I think there's something to, to be said about that because I think one of the things, and I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this just so that we can be frank as black people, <laughs> as, as black people on our podcast, uh, is that I feel like ever since Hamilton has been progressing, white folk are very desperate to find the next what comes after Hamilton. Do you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? It's like, and and, and so what tends to happen is, oh, it's Verstappen, it's Verstappen. Verstappen's going to be amazing. He's going to be the next Schumacher. Before Verstappen, it was Vettel, you know? And there's always going to be the George Russell. There's always going to be the Leclerc. Everybody in Formula One is looking for that young talent who's going to light up the board. And the moment he's got three championships under his wing, they'll be looking for the next guy. And I I still, I just don't see it. I I actually haven't seen anyone yet in the field who I can go, you know what? He's promising. Mm -hmm. He, He looks like he's got a spark. Because... The sad thing is, and this is one of the things that we saw a lot, and, and Red Bull, I think, Red Bull, Red Bull can't, I think Red Bull have, have nailed this on the head because Red Bull treat drivers like commodities, not like future stars. Mm. 
and that's why the Red mm. Bull and even the even back in the Toro Rosso days, it was just a, it was just a swinging door in and out. Yeah. Because they were like, "We'll just churn." Because at the end of the day, it is a pyramid-based motorsport. You've got lots of drivers coming up, and only the best of the best are going to make it. But you're never going to be short of drivers. You're never going to be short of right. drivers. Yeah. So, so, so for, for me personally, it's like I need to see numbers. I need to see you performing. I need to see you do something magical. You know, in a race, in a tough race, get from seventh to pole. Then I'll go. You got talent. You got talent. Do it twice. Then we start talking about okay, what happens when you're in a better car? Uh, yeah, and I think I guess to see, throw, to throw you some bail, Aaron. I will throw you some bail. The Williams Formula One car is like for two seasons yeah and even this season is yeah. like you know oh no so because we've got the hardest nowhere so but yeah it's nowhere. Well, yeah it, it, it's nowhere it's not a, yeah. in the race it, it will never have the race pace so let's say for example leclerc when he was at sauber mm. that yeah. sauber car mm. was mm. able for him to be in and around the top 10 so he could have those yeah, get into yeah. q1 moments and then he could have those points finishing moments that made him stand out whereas george has never had that and i guess that's what maybe you might you might say Adam? that's why that's why that's exactly what i wanted to say but um it was the hype the sakia hype i know it was one of those things where it's like okay you're a driver who got put into the fastest car yeah but then we've got Bottas getting overtaken twice or three times by him yeah. And how many times did he end up in the how many times did he end up in the pits and still managed to get to first? I know he's got the fastest car, but it shows it, there's a spark there. There's fire in George Russell's eyes. This is why I'm always like speeding him up because yeah, I know this guy, this guy is ready and obviously he's under management from Torture Wolf. So Torture Wolf knows yeah. to just calm him down a little bit. This is why he's kind of Yeah. Taking yeah. time, taking time so he can learn more about Formula One before obviously he jumps into the big seat because he will. Yeah, yeah. Before Norris, trust me. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I'd like to. The moment, like to make no, a the bet. moment a free, a free seat <laughs> is Mercedes, I'm sure Judge Russell's going to get it. Okay. Yeah, but okay. 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 Yes, Checo. Okay. It was Checo and Mercedes, yeah? come back Vettel. i always i always say i always say this right okay fair enough your young superstar once he gets better gets the seat in the mercedes and then what what, what, what do you what are, what's your forecast like three championships two championships call give me numbers so I'm okay no, give me numbers no, 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 no. see what we want what we want right what we want is these young talented drivers in these fast cars because these guys, reason. like I said, they've got the spark. No, listen. They've got the spark. <laughs> they have, they've got the fire. No, they've got the fire. They've got the want to win, right? Which is going to make the sport more entertaining. With, like, overtakes, crashes. I mean, every time Leclerc and, and okay. uh, Verstappen as, get next to each other, there's always contact. story. As a team boss, you need to weigh up the numbers. And I think this is the difference. When, what's his name? Uh, former head of McLaren. When Ron he picked Dennis. up Lewis, uh, Ron, Ron Dennis, Dennis, when yeah. he picked up Lewis, he was thinking about three championships down the road. Yeah. He was saying, this guy is good for four championships. When you pick up a driver in a fast car, and this is even the, the thing that Ferrari does, and this is why Ferrari either spoil people's careers or actually go the distance, because they're thinking six championships out of this guy, and then we're good. Every, every team puts a number on a driver. You're good for this. 
And then when they start to see that perhaps you're starting to go off, they swap you around. So you can't just be going, oh, we don't put him in because he's got talent and he's fast. We don't care about fast. We want championships. <laughs> okay. Well, look, uh, okay, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick a lid on the George Russell chat because <laughs> we, yeah, <laughs> because we, you know what, we have spoken about George uh, a fair amount, and I guess, yeah, it, 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 no, you know what, it's an it's an intriguing subplot. I think it this is. season, yeah, but yeah. I think, um, I think, look, uh, McLaren have obviously tied Norris down, uh, and he's got the opportunity to build the team. Mm-hmm. Around him, um, I'm gonna go quickly. My star of the day, I, I was going to say Gio uh, Fanazzi, um, oh, because yeah, I just think it's a really good, really good performance from him in qualifying, uh, to get into the top 10 and then to stay in the top 10 in the Alfa Romeo. Clearly, uh, you know. They are mm-hmm. a second Ferrari, and whenever Ferrari yeah. are good, they're good. And obviously, you know, good, he's right. yeah. he's made that package work. So, what? Well, yeah, sure. No, after um, you. I also feel like Pierre Gasly did really well today. He did. He yeah. did. Pierre Gasly. He did. I'll wait for somebody to say something about Pierre. Uh, Noah, I, he, he, I, I just, he's so saucy with the backwards hat. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's got that swagger. Yeah. He's got that swagger. Yeah. So cool. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I think Gasly, yeah, Gasly and Giovinazzi. Look, I am just going to have a word for Max Verstappen. Well done to him. I think <laughs> you've got to, you know, I, I don't want to, but, but yeah, up, Max. yeah, lights, lights to flag, you know, um, yeah, absolutely dominated the field today. He's leading the world championship. Um, he has resurrected. You know, there was if he'd messed it up today, it would have been more. You know, has yeah. he has he dropped the ball again? But he didn't, and well done to him. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna start on donkey, and then we're gonna have this discussion. My donkey of the day <laughs> is uh, the Mercedes team. Hey. Let's talk about Mercedes. Let's so, talk about Mercedes. Um. I mean, this goes the whole weekend. We're talking about Hamilton saying that there was modifications on the car that he wanted to make that the team didn't agree to make and went in a different direction, which is why he couldn't get the confidence in the car. So that's put him in a, in the position he is in. We've then got, I guess, we've then got the pit stop um, where they've tried to do an undercut the whole weekend, we've known that the tyres take ages to warm up. There is no chance in hell that you're going to go out on hard tyres and be the first one who's pitted mm. and be quicker than people on soft tyres, which are in the working window. Like, he was mm. always going to come out behind Gasly. And it's been happened at different I even tweeted it. I said 2017, this happened when tires were hard mm. to warm up. You know, the overcut yeah. will do it. Yeah. No, I'm not not yeah. I'm saying I'm a genius, but I'm a genius. Um yeah. but uh, that, that, <laughs> yeah. that was a joke, by the way. But uh, <laughs> but, uh yeah. but uh, uh so we've got that, and then obviously we've got the bottas wheel nut thing. Oh my gosh. Uh, which I guess is unlucky, but also, you know, when there's nothing's going right for you. And, yeah, I feel like Bottas, how many stops now are going to be balls up for him? So, guys, let's talk about Mercedes. Mercedes. Just just how how bad is it? 
have you noticed when Mercedes have a bad day, it goes really bad? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think with this, I think a winning team that's winning multiple championships over and over and over again. Mm. It's 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 weird to see these kind of mistakes and these kind of like um, they kind of leave themselves dry, high and dry sort of thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, hands yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. With those kind of mistakes, yeah. I know the Bottas thing. Maybe it wasn't their fault, but if the the wheel nut machined into the axle. Mm. And that means I'm, I'm sure that means like someone must have put it on too tight because <laughs> they use they use elbow yeah. grease they use no yeah, they, they use do. elbow grease to put the tires on before the race yeah, yeah and then obviously the guns for the the pit stops so I'm just thinking with that maybe okay maybe not their fault or I mean, small accident but at the same time with the Hamilton strategy like this is your star driver mm. the one who's making Why all make him yeah. yeah, and I'm thinking, mm. I was I was sitting there going, watch, Ferrari strategy is going to be rubbish today. You know, we, we all know Ferrari strategy. <laughs> yeah. Red Bull might mess yeah. it up, you know. But to see Mercedes mess it up, I was actually really surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Because I saw Hamilton in the pits. I was like, wait, uh, is it not spitted? I can, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't believe it. And I was like, okay. Well, I think because I... Cause I w- I I was traveling and I was um, during the race I was I was driving and I was listening to it on Five Live mm-hmm. and at that time the argument and the conversation was going about saying that they weren't even aiming for podium they were aiming for fifth or something which yeah. I was like hold on so you're telling me that Mercedes' strategy is to to, to finish fifth somewhere yeah, yeah. like yeah. and and and, yeah. and so it was like and I think even DC was like. Well, this is the problem. When you're at Monaco and you're not aiming big to be on the podium, you're, you, if you're not giving it everything, no wonder you ended up in a weird position because they were just like, yeah, we're, we're just lo- we're hopefully trying to calculate so that we end up somewhere in, in, in the points. And I was just like, that's probably one small aspect of where this all went wrong. The other thing for me was, and I'm sorry, because I think this is going to be your other, your other question was, who's your donkey of the day? Usual suspects. Botas. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, right? I gotta oh. say this. Wow. If you are in third position, right, and you have a clear okay. empty space for the first corner, and you tell me this man can't race and catch up with the with Verstappen. I mean, wow, why is he driving? Why is he driving then? Why uh, is he driving? I think that's hot. I I love getting at Botas, <laughs> but even even me. This is why they think we're racist. Oh, proper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, well, this is that's why. something coming from the cold-hearted person. <laughs> Albeit, I did tweet, send me his tears. I didn't mean it. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know it. This is why people are calling us racist, Tad. Because we're just beating up on this guy every week. It's a bit harsh. Yeah. No, a I felt so tight in him. Because, you know, when you're seeing them in pits, you're just seeing this little bubble head. I just saw this man just he was just I just felt so tight on him. Yeah. So so tight on him. And I can just imagine like I said to Aaron before I said Bottas has gone home. He's gone home. Yeah, he's probably just went to his apartment or something, didn't he? Yeah, he's under the covers right now. I sure you know, I actually didn't see any <laughs> was there any post post race interviews with Bottas. Interview with Bottas. I didn't see what? any I didn't see one. I didn't see yeah. any post race interviews with Bottas. So he obviously I mean look, I you're already in a fractious position with the team. It, you know, everyone thinks that you're going to leave. It's probably been told, uh, you know, this is the last season. Um, and then 
when did he have, he had a poor pit stop in I want to say Bahrain. All right. Um, but he's had a poor, I think he's had either one or two poor pit stops this season. Um and then the crash. And then, and then the crash, you know, yeah, it's just been, uh, it's not been a great season for Valtteri Bottas. And this, I think, you know, it's, it's not great. Um, I, before we move on to your donkeys, I just, I do want to touch on something with yeah. Hamilton. So uh, Hamilton had a poor race today. And, you know, I think, you know, I, I even, I'll be the first to admit that he had a, he had a poor race today. Um what do you guys someone tweeted us something i just want to uh i want to see what your guys take is on on this so someone asked us to talk about the continuous policing of lewis's emotions and his reactions and how they're deliberately misconstrued compare that to max who went off at his team in spain and has been dragging his car left and right all season so i guess a lot of uh a lot of the stuff i've seen online has been obviously sharing Hamilton being disappointed at, uh, you know, the team for the, I guess, for the setup and then for the strategy today. Um, uh, and, it, you know, it kind of gets put as, oh, look, it's not we win and lose together now. Um, do you guys think that the media coverage and or and fan opinion of of hamilton kind of differs to other drivers and i guess definitely and i guess and i guess how they 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 definitely angry black woman him a lot sometimes the language today was um how hamilton's going back to mclaren hamilton angry hamilton you can i bet he's like come on you're not saying about that about anybody else I, I think, think I think they're just so desperate mm. to see this man because he's he's very media trained. That's that's what's brilliant about yeah. Lewis. If you saw his interview earlier, he just gave we I have to, we we have to talk to the team, see what the team says. We all have to work together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. What they want to see or expect of seeing of a black man is it. Hello. Oh. How many of you remember the "Is it because I'm black?" comment? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Do you do you all remember the "Is yeah. it because I'm black?" Yeah. comment? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, like Ali G." I remember. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Ali G. And because that was at a, that yeah. was a t- at a, the interesting thing about that though is that that was a, at a time when Lewis was actually under stricter management in terms of his media presence he didn't have the same freedoms he was still back in uh, mclaren back then driving mclaren, McLaren. under, and ron, you remember dennis. He, oh, no, under ron dennis yeah and speculation was that he got yelled at for that comment and he had to go back and apologize for saying that right what we've seen as he's developed and now when he's in a much more healthier place with a healthier team where we've actually seen lewis be himself is that he he can have the freedom to say whatever he wants. There's, I don't think there's ever going to be that that crash with Toto where he's going to be like, Lewis, remember the sponsors. Because yeah. I think even now the sponsors understand that Lewis is about a movement. He's about Black Lives Matter. Yeah. And he's going to say things. He's and got a big following. He's got a big following. And so what what I found interesting today in today's race was more looking at the man as a race as a race car driver. And and what I mean by that is I've because like you, I won't I won't lie, I'm a big Lewis fan. 
I have seen Lewis's progression. And I've yeah. seen when he's when he's when he drops his head, when he gets in that sort of I'm upset, I, I don't know what I'm doing, and I've seen him progress and kind of almost sort of go, okay, the race will come to us. Let's just yeah. ride our time. And what I think I saw today is a reminiscence of those early when when he just gives up. Yeah. And he starts kind of going, Who 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 did this team? Why am I now behind P- P- Perez? Whose decision was this? And yeah. I think it's good because it's honest. We're seeing an honest Lewis. But it's also kind of a reminder where you go, this guy's still human, which is nice. Yeah. But the way it's going to be reported, yeah. Yeah. the way it's going to be reported is a different story. I think fans like us, we, we get it. We yeah. get it because you go, mm-hmm. Lewis mm-hmm. is having a bad day today. And it's sad to see him in that hurtful place. But like you say, Tandy, because the sponsors and now he's a movement, he's an icon, he's a world champion. It's, oh, is he being a <clears throat> black man? You know? How is this being reported? It's, it's, it, he's never going to get the chance to explain the way he wants to, I feel. And, and that's not always fair. Yeah. It, it's, fair, it's fair just to say that. Um, I was just going to say something. Like uh, an example was the the woman who waved the flag today, uh, Serena Williams. Yeah. Mm. Remember, she went mad at the ref once and everyone painted oh, yeah. her out to be this like beast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, she's yeah. going crazy. And, well, what I've seen is that with these championships, once people start winning and winning and winning, obviously the, the names are getting bigger, names are getting bigger. So people are, are paying more attention mm. to all these records that are being broken and stuff. And then, and then they, they, especially new newcomers. I've heard a lot of newcomers just say, yeah, I don't watch Formula One, but I don't really like Lewis Hamilton. I'm like, why? Oh, he complains a lot. And I'm like, is that the only reason? Like, that's not. Yeah. And he doesn't you know either. I mean? that's the, he, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't he complain doesn't. a lot. No. Yeah. When, he says stuff, when he says stuff like, these tires are gone, Bono. Yeah, we're not sitting there mm. going stop whining, Rose. We're just like, okay, yeah. he's he's onto something, or he's either tricking. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? People who know him will be like, okay, that's just Lewis. That's not what he's doing. But yeah, people's opinion has changed of him quite a yeah. bit. But yeah. I think the, the loyal fans are still very loyal. Yeah, yeah. very, very yeah. for sure. And and I, and I think also that there has to be said something about you are a fly on the wall, and also in the sense that. You only get to hear the radio messages that they want you to hear. We don't really know the real relationship between Lewis and his engineers. We know that it's a great one. Exactly. So a lot of the time as well, it's like you don't understand the context. And sometimes when Lewis is genuinely having a rant, it makes great viewing. It makes great viewing. Yeah. You know? But at the end of the day, it could have been like, Yeah, Lewis, sorry, such and such made this mistake. This, this, this. Keep your head down. Keep going. Or yeah. Today we've just we had a bad day, you know. Yeah, I, look, I think um, I think that he um, he I think he moans on the radio as much as Max does. I think Max, mm. you know, I think Max, Max moans more. Yeah, you know, I think mm, Max. Gets, I think Max moans more. Yeah, sorry, and you know, he gets really frustrated, and oh, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of seen as this, you know, oh, it's petulant Max, and it's kind of like. Uh, applauded whereas lewis shows the slightest hint of displeasure yeah. at something mm-hmm. then you know it's it's all of a sudden it's it's ridiculous look uh yeah it, it is what it is i don't want to yeah if, wanna... if, if if i think if we heard everyone's radio because mm-hmm. remember I, i've lately i've been discovering a lot more that these drivers do speak to their engineers and all that quite more than we actually think they do yeah you know because i can imagine you're an f1 driver you're out there I know the team's got your back, but you are out there by yourself. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. If you need like help with anything, the steering wheel or telemetry, because sometimes guys are like, guys, why are you so quiet? Like, yeah. give me some information. What am I doing? Where am I going? Mm, so sure. I think it's those little bits, like Isaac, you said that it's those little bits the media kind of give us. Yeah. To kind of entertain, but it's not really complaining, like you said. It's it's just it's just how it is. It's just drivers trying I mean, to get. Um, and unless you're like Kimmy, unless unless you're like Kimmy, who's just like shut up and leave me alone. <laughs> you know, Kimmy, who never says anything yeah. at all. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, right, look, uh, we need to move on. Uh, Tandy, your donkey of the day. I they were silent. Did you say Ricardo? <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw what you said, oh, but I couldn't hear what you said. Gosh. Yeah. Daniel Ricardo, guys. Let's talk about it. <laughs> and I Make like Daniel. Well. It, I like Daniel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> on his helmet it said uh I own these are my streets or something. Yeah, yeah. These are my streets. Eh? <laughs> yeah, the streets. It. Yeah. How embarrassing, Daniel. No, put How some respect on his name. Come on. No, let me let me get my off, okay? <laughs> get it off. Get off, right? We are how many races in? Five? Six? Five? Uh we are s- five races in. Five races. Five races in. Five races oh, in. Six. What? Yeah, five races in. And where's Daniel? Where is Daniel, guys? Was was yeah? We're in those races. In I saw his his post race um interview. He mm. was asked like people are wondering like what's going on, like what what the hell's gonna happen? And he was like, I just want to forget this race. No, Daniel, you will not forget it. <laughs> right? I'm not going to let you forget this because look at you, look at yourself. You he needs a word with himself. It's yeah. not fun and laughter anymore. We need to let go of the shoeies. We need to let go of the banter. And we need to... Uh, you're saying that... At this point, he's embarrassing. He's actually embarrassing. At this uh, yeah. point, it's embarrassing I, now. I, uh, I Look, he Lando had a post-race <laughs> interview and they were like... They're like, do you have any advice for Ricardo? You know what? It was Natalie Pinker. Yeah. And I was like, this is a stupid question. She's like, do you have any advice for uh, Ricardo? And he, Lando was like, drive no. faster. Yeah, drive faster. <laughs> and she's like, oh, no. Drive faster. Do you know how embarrassing that is? I can't help him. Tell him to drive faster. I, Tandy, I've always said this. I've always said this between me and you. Yeah, I know. You, I know you want Ricardo to do better. So do I, because I absolutely love Ricardo. <laughs> I like Ricardo. Everyone loves Ricardo. Do you know what I mean? It's the smile, it's the shoeies, like you're saying. No, we don't ban the shoey. <laughs> we need to see it. That is the most gorgeous um, thing ever. By the way, guys, what I'm trying to say is, I just said it. Remember, he jumped into a new car that was already developed by Signs and, and Norris. Obviously, this is what I'm trying to say. Norris already knows that car from last year and the years before when they were developing it so when you do get put in a position like that yes it can be very difficult because we know Daniel Ricardo licks the stamp and sends it you know what I mean late breaking he dives in there honey badger is going to surprise you on track but if you can't honey do that badger. if you can't more like squirrel if you can't change <laughs> if you <laughs> if you can't change you know it's, it's hard to change your driving style isn't it adjust to a new car how hard is it so for me yeah. i don't know uh, the average joe 
people probably wondering, you know, you're trained to be able to drive a Formula One car. How hard is it to kind of adjust to the new things? Because I'm I'm still waiting. So it's very difficult. Yeah. I think it's very difficult because the cars are very different. Like it's not just an F1 car, tend to. I know that. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? There's like teams are doing different things, different styles, different arrows. So um other than the light that flashes uh red and yeah, red on the back of the car every formula one team makes every single part of their car themselves right. so they're all unique to that so down to the nuts and bolts every single part of a formula one car is made in-house by each team themselves obviously people might buy mercedes parts whatever but no one there's not like a uniform way of doing things. So because of right. that, Carlos Sainz said that he's driven six or four different cars in Formula One. And he said each car changing was like going into a different category. So it's like going from GP2 yeah. to Formula One. Like it, it yeah, it, it is very difficult, I guess. Uh, but I guess yeah. some cars are more difficult than yeah. others. So I'd like to know from you guys at home, what do <laughs> yeah. you think about this? Do you think Daniel is adjusting to his new car or do you think he needs to buckle up his boots and get serious? Okay, you know what? I'll, I'll say this quickly because this is really upsetting me now. Because <laughs> <laughs> Why is everybody hating on Ricardo? Ricardo is doing himself I mean, a million and one. I'm wait, not wait, hating wait, wait, on him. No, no, I'm just saying like Ricardo's proven Many times he's a winner. We all know he's a winner, right? Yeah. Obviously, he went to Renault. People were like, okay, that's a bit crazy. But he's still kind of... Think about it. The first year was in Renault. We never saw him. Second yeah. year, oh, here he is. Yeah. So, I've been watching Formula 1 for a very long time, and I know that you're not going to jump into a fresh team and then start. That That first year, you're not going to be flying out the, at the gate unless you're in a really fast team, obviously. Yeah. So, I mean, give it about a year and a bit. And a bit, you know, what I mean, towards the end of the season, towards the end of the season, you yeah. you, you would have had more experience to gel with the car. Because remember, we're twenty three races and we're only five in. Yeah, and there's different tracks, different styles. Yeah. Also, 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 next year, the cars are going are going to be completely different, completely changed, aren't they? We're going for a new style. We're going for a new arrow. Yeah. So this could be a, a contract move for the better because everyone's now rushing around because everyone obviously Carlos Sainz thinks Ferrari's going to come up with an amazing car McLaren got the funds to make an amazing car as well so like these moves I've been seeing since the beginning of this year have been strategic moves for the next two to three years coming because remember these cars are from last year so but you were saying um, every car is made individually with these parts right so yeah, it's hard. It's hard for Ricardo, but yeah. give him a give him a chance. Give him a chance to get used to it. But this year, I think it's more about the entertainment side of things. You know what I mean? Obviously, it's Formula One is about entertainment, but I'm focusing more on just the the whole mix up we have. It's not actually established. Is it? People aren't really there. Like, okay, we're here. We're here. It's a bit of a crazy, crazy season because, like I said, last year's cars chop the floor off, mix it up, and just see what happens. But obviously, yeah, yeah drivers are okay. uh, taking their time okay. to learn the cars. Okay. We, we, will, we will see. 
yeah. we, we will see. Look, uh, and, and I, I hear your point about 2022, but if everyone's putting everything into 2022, then you know someone's <laughs> someone's got to lose. <laughs> so <laughs> so we, we'll see what how the order kind of shakes out in 2022. I'm not as optimistic as everyone else, but uh, let's see. Um, Isaac, yeah, you got a donkey for us. Well, yeah. Like you touched on earlier. I'm, I, I, oh yeah, I, I understand. I understand. I understand that you know we need to give him a break, and he's having a hard time. And who knows where the, what his future is? But again, like I said earlier about making your own luck. How many more opportunities do you want? Do you want someone else to put the car on pole for yeah. you and then drive it for you? And then- I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 sorry. Like yeah. he had a straight shot. A straight shot. No one to overtake. All you had to do is go to the first turn and beat yeah. and beat Verstappen. Okay, fair enough. That's not easy. Wait, have we had this conversation? Yeah, we have. No, yeah. we have. But but I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm just reiterating the point. Uh, okay. I'm just reiterating the point. <laughs> well, it's okay. like also, and then and then also, not only did he not manage to stick with him, he just kept going backwards. And I think there there, there does come a point where you go, what's going on in this guy's head? Like why why are you here, mate? What are you here to do, actually? Why are you here? Uh, well, Tandy's asked. I feel like I'm just listening to Tandy all over again. That's, well, that's wait, literally, you know, but, literally identical this, to the speech that Tandy gave. This goes back. This goes back to what we were saying before. Like Isaac, you were saying, you get picked in a higher team for championships. Mm-hmm. Where did we see this? Because remember, Bottas came on the scene two years, and then he jumped into a Mercedes. He was with Williams, not doing that well. He just he, now and then he got a podium in Russia because Russia is his streets. Yeah. But yeah, do you know what I mean? There was not much performance there to say, okay, this guy's going to be a world champion, put him in a fast car. We just thought he's going to be the wingman for, for Hamilton, in it? We kind of knew that, didn't we? When, when we just kind of saw. Again, I'm just going to shoot him some bail, okay? In 2015 and 16, uh, so he, he won GP2, so he's got yeah. like, pedigree. At Williams, he, he was outperforming Felipe Massa. You know, you may say yeah, whether that's that. anything, you know, and that Williams was the third best car on the grid, sometimes yeah, second that best was car. A good Williams, that so, one. and he was kind of seen as a next star. And obviously, yeah. going to Mercedes, he's come up against, that. yeah, he's come up against Lewis Hamilton at the peak of his powers like you know mm-hmm. Lewis Hamilton is as good. I think what I agree with you with Bottas is race pace he lacks race pace uh, he, mm-hmm. he he can't conserve his tyres he um, you know he, he always seems to go backwards he never I've never seen Valtteri Bottas chase down Lewis On Hamilton or yeah. chase down Max Verstappen and today he had an opportunity to kind of try and stay within a, an undercut window or an overcut window. Yeah, uh, and uh, but, but look, Mercedes absolutely balls him up anyway. So, you know. Yeah. Um, I, there uh, is one guy I yeah. I also want to have a small little rant about. It's gonna, a teeny, teeny you, one. You've got to be quick. You gotta, you're gonna I'll be, be very quick. quick. <laughs> um, so one of the drivers I've been watching since the season has started because I was really excited about him is this young Japanese kid. Uh, Yuki. Yuki. Yuki Tsunoda, and, you know, because we don't have a lot of Japanese drivers a lot, and he was very exciting, but again, he just seems to either be DNFing or not putting anything, and I know he's at the back of the grid, 
but I just had hope. I had hope for some magic somewhere, you know, even a spark, but I'm disappointed with them. Uh, we'll, we'll look out for that. Yeah, quickly, Tandy, do you think it's too early for Yuki? Do you think he should have stayed another year in GP2? No, you know I was thinking or? about this in the shower. Oh, That's nice. why I'm <laughs> um, And do you know what, Yuki? He, he he has time to go. Like honestly, like give him yeah. time. Yeah. Honestly, okay. that's it. That's all I will say about Yuki from now on on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> give him time. Give him time. Because yeah. honestly, he's, he's a he's a freshman. Yeah, he's a freshman. Okay. You can't put a year seven on the GCSEs. <laughs> there you go. That's a real. African, uh, and on that bombshell. Like, yeah. <laughs> and on it. that bombshell. Yeah. <laughs> um. Aaron, quickly on Yuki, any any thoughts? Um, yeah, just the same as um, as Isaac was saying. We're, I'm really, really glad there's a Japanese driver because you know you need that. And Japanese drivers are really talented, mm. especially when they when you, I've watched a few series like Super Formulas and some of their events, and they they've got really good drivers. So it's it's always good to see that. But yeah, give him time. Give him time. Still early. Like he's still young as well. Okay. You know. For sure, and there's hopefully if if he stays on to Formula One for a while, then the talent will come will come showing. If yeah. You know what I mean? I hope he doesn't get dropped very very soon, sort of thing. I think he'll be given time. I don't think there's obviously there's a couple Red Bull Junior drivers um, yeah. who are doing a lot in GP two, yeah. um, yeah. but um, I think he'll be given time, especially. Uh, given uh, that they want to keep Honda sweet whilst they kind of do <laughs> yeah. take over their yeah. IP and try and take up their engine. So it'd probably be a good idea to keep Honda sweet. Right, guys, this has been an absolutely wonderful podcast, but okay. we have got to skedaddle. Um, what do you guys, quickly, I'm going to get real quick, very something quickly. very quickly, something you'd like to see in the next weekend. Uh, Aaron, I'll start with you and then we'll go to Isaac and Tandy. Azerbaijan, definitely one of the coolest tracks going. I know yeah. it might be a little bit difficult to overtake, but then we've got that DRS run. Yeah. So I just want to see, it's just a mix-up, mix-up of, uh, of performances. Yeah. But right now we've got the, the standard. Yeah. And hopefully we don't see any ham bot verse anymore. Yeah, you know Hamilton bought us Red, you know Verstappen. Hamilton yeah. bought us yeah. Verstappen. Just kind of yeah. mix it up and keep it going because I'm really excited the fact that um, Verstappen is leading the championship. Yeah, yeah, that, that is true. It that brings a true. fight. It brings a good fight. Yeah, for sure. And Lewis Hamilton's always good in a fight. Isaac, uh, yeah, what would you like to see? I would like to see a return to form. I want to see some wheel-to-wheel action between Hamilton and Verstappen. Let's 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 give the fans what they want, but also it'd be good to see the cars back competitive and really, really good racing. For sure. Tandy? The continued trajectory of Lando Norris. Wonderful. I love that so much. Uh, I would like to see... Uh, I'm going to say I, I... Yeah. I think the same. I just want to see a battle for the lead. Yeah, I just, I'm looking forward to racing again. I think after Monaco, it's nice to get it out of the way. Let's have some more crazy races. And I think uh, if anywhere's going to put that up, it is Azerbaijan. Um, guys, thank you so much. Um, I, I don't, you're Anytime. Like the, you're like the first guest that I don't follow. So I don't know if you are on social media. Uh, would you, do you want to tell people where to find you? If not, you could just remain anonymous. But uh, where can people find you on social media? Um, you can find me on Instagram. Yeah. Instagram, yeah. Swovo King, that's S W O V O K A N G. 
and I'm sure you'll see my face on the profile. But yeah, Instagram. Okay. I'll follow. We'll, we'll have yeah. your your name down there anyway. Uh, Isaac, what about you? Um, I'm on Instagram as well. I'm uh, Tabani Isaac, but you can again. I'm sure you could, you can put it down on the link. And people, if you're happy to follow me, I'm happy to have my nice. followers. So yeah. Thank you, Tandy. How's it been having your brothers on the show? Um, they're all right. <laughs> we didn't do too bad, did we? We kind of kept it we together. Didn't we didn't go too hard. Together. Tandy was worried. I bet Tandy was like, "Oh shit, I don't know what's gonna happen with these people." Yeah. I mean, they don't make me look bad. Uh, I have wanted to just say the whole time, I am the cutest sibling. <laughs> no, that's what you look from me, Tandy. <laughs> well, look. Uh, thank you on, so much for having me. No, look, thank you guys for coming through. Really appreciate it, guys. If you're, I love uh, this podcast. Oh, me too. No, it's really cool. <laughs> thank you. Um, if you're watching, please give us a like and subscribe. Let's try and get to those 200 subscriber uh, level. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow. Listening on Apple, leave a review and share us on social media. Let your friends know about this podcast. Mm-hmm. Let's share it far wide. Thank you, everyone who does watch and support Tandy. Last thing, my mother runs the Liverpool Sickle Cell uh, Society. It's a great charity, uh, very close to all our family's heart. I'm going to put yeah. the link in if you ever want to donate yeah. buy a cool top there oh, you go well. nice. um, as a black lady. podcast we should support black businesses and black yeah. charities so there you go for sure we're going to whack that link awesome. uh, in, in the description on both Spotify and the YouTube so please if you can give whatever you can um, we're, we're out um, so that's goodbye from Isaac bye Goodbye from Aaron. Goodbye, guys. And give give Ricardo a break, guys. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye from Tandy. Goodbye. And goodbye from me. We'll see you for the pre-race podcast uh, for Azerbaijan Baku. Until then, goodbye. Bye. 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 Black voices are making an impact this month and beyond. Keep listening to discover one of our favorite shows. Courtesy of Acast Recommends. Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. We're two black girls invading the messiest reality dating shows on earth. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And this season, we're recapping Lifetime TV's hit show, Married at First Sight in Nashville. Married at First Sight (laughs) is a full-on hot mess of a social experiment. Each week on our podcast, we recap the latest episode and dissect the trials and tribulations these five newly married couples are going through, while also dissecting relevant dating, marriage, and relationship topics. And after five years deep in Bachelor Nation, we're now diving into the Married at First Sight universe. So come join us. Listen to us on all podcast platforms every Thursday and join our amazing community on Patreon at patreon.com slash twoblackgirlswomenhouse. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Acast.com.